Hey guys, Jason Crane here. Before we get started, I just got to say that GoPro has truly launched one of the coolest programs in the history of all history. Even our very own Slaw Dog says he's going to join up. Let me tell you how it works. Step one, capture rad footage. Step two, film your little Grommer, yourself, your buddy Bob, doesn't matter who. Step three, submit to GromQuest. Step four, maybe win some awesome prizes and be a part of the GoPro team. I do have to say that all submissions from the GromQuest must feature an individual under the age of 18 to be eligible, so I believe Slawdog is out. And visit gopro.com slash GromQuest to learn more and enter. All righty, Bradley, take it away. And that is the sound of the crowd going wild and cheering for the final day of the Loretta Lynn's 2023. This is kind of a dual uh, podcast broadcast, and eventually, eventually, it'll, it'll be available on YouTube as well. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt from Big MX Radio and Verb Moto. And with me, I have... Yeah, I'm Wade Rayner. I'm one of the filmers for Verb Moto here. Uh, you know, not, not necessarily the most talented Hold one, your applause. But, Hold your applause. You know, whoa, whoa. Not necessarily the most talented one, but, you know, we're out here. We're grinding. We spent like 12 hours on the track today. You don't have to be talented to work for Verb. You just have to want to work really, really, really hard, and which that is what we did. Uh, and it was a hell of a week. Uh, we had all of the, the conditions. We had we had heat. We had rain. We had post-rain heat. It was everything. Uh, like first thoughts right off the rip. Here we go. It was mostly mud. I don't I don't know how much like sun we had, but I'm pretty sure it was a lot of mud. That's all I know because I walked the track a lot. I think that's kind of a little bit of recency bias because uh, in all honesty, I was like the first three days watching practice, first motos, like those kids were popping off, seeing these guys absolutely rock it and sending some of these jumps. And yeah, we're going to get into the 125s like right away. Uh, 125 junior talking about uh, Clark Robbins, the number nine machine, absolutely styling out there, whether he had an absolutely terrible start or if he was up front hunting down Tiger Wood. Uh, the guy had himself an absolute week, and uh, yeah, it didn't matter if it was wet or dry. He made it happen. Yeah, he seemed to kind of have Tiger Woods' number all week, unfortunately. Um, I mean, I don't know about unfortunately, but um, he had some really good line choices. Uh, he rode really well in the mud, which uh, I don't really know much about Clark, um, but he seems to be a really good mud rider, so I was impressed. Uh, but, you know, on to Cade Johnson as well. Uh, coming in, he hasn't really done a lot this year, and I don't say that in a bad way, but... His results really haven't been there. Uh, I did a little bit of a, a preview for Loretta's, and it just he didn't really impress that much of Freestone. But I think here he did really well. He had a, a couple frustrating motos, but in the end, he t- really turned it around. He certainly did, and I think I know what you mean when it comes to like. Unfortunately, he was like uh, that. Uh, Clark Robbins was able to hunt down. Tiger Wood. Tiger Wood is such a dynamic individual. He's fun to cheer for. Uh, we in the media, we don't only really cheer for people, but we love great stories. And Tiger Wood is a great story, right? And he's he's got a great style on the bike. And when he is on, that kid is on. He was pouring the coals through that 120 fizzle and uh, making it look easy. But you know who else was going really, really fast today and all week was Owen Koval. That guy was absolutely flying and some some smart line choices as well. Yeah, I mean, he, he was definitely good really uh, early in the moto, but I look for Tiger Wood to kind of make a comeback. Um, he was really good early uh, the before the rain came. It seemed like the mud was kind of his uh, his kryptonite. Kryptonite, I was going to say, so, yeah. It's some sort of foreign substance. Perhaps they don't have that down in Oz. Yeah, they have, a, they have a lot of sun, but not a lot of rain, I guess. Yeah, hey, fear the spiders, not the rain. On to Super Mini 1. It was, uh, it was Deacon Deneau's week. 
This kid could not put a wheel wrong for the most part. Um, really, really solid. Uh, he was fast. He was fierce. And the biggest thing at the Loretta, Loretta, wow, Loretta Lins is that he was consistent. And uh, yeah, like she's shooting from the hip. I, I was really impressed from the kid. I didn't know a lot about him coming in, but uh, he put everyone on notice. And you know who else did? Landon Gordon. Yeah, just to jump back to Deacon Denno, I mean, he's kind of, he's my guy. You know, he broke his femur not that long ago. Uh, that was at Springending, if I'm not mistaken. So right after Freestone. Not familiar. Eh, yeah, me either. Anyway, uh, so, but like he started riding after two months, which is super impressive. I broke my femur in February and I could barely walk after two months. Oh, geez. So uh, really good for him. I, I'm glad to see that he had a good week. It may not have always gone his way, but he really impressed everyone. But back to what you said, Landon Gordon. The kid's got style, man. Oh, uh, and he's a sender. He's from California, right? Absolutely, he is. And that he was like typing things out and hitting send every single one of those jumps, sending them along. And like on the, the first day when they were going on that long, big double, and you can literally hear the tires like clack, clack every single time they land. And he was unfazed. Whether that beat the crap out of him or not, the kid was hitting it every single lap. And uh, you got some good shots on him. And honestly, I was really impressed with your uh, your film skills this week. Thanks, Brad. I really appreciate that with your immense film knowledge. Anyway. Absolutely. You know, coming from someone who wouldn't know what a good film strip looks like, like, yeah, the, I feel like that should be a big compliment. Yeah. Do you know how to turn a camera on? Uh, I know how to find the setting for filming. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, you know who else that was perfect was Daxton Benick. In the Open Pro Sport, he went one, one, one. You can't do much better than that. In fact, you can't do better than that. And uh, let's not really talk about his 250 uh, Pro Sport. That no. was not, that was like like later on, like years from now, we will not talk about those and we won't talk about it right now either. Uh, we're going to talk about the fact that Daxton Bennick is about to graduate from amateur racing. And uh, yeah, I think it's that he showed every reason why he's ready for the pros. Yeah, his his one, one, one was really impressive. He had some okay starts, some really good starts where he started out front and where he didn't start out front, but he still made his way to the front. And it was, it was, it was very impressive to see him ride. Obviously, that the, the couple pro motos that he's done really helped out here. And it was really tricky, honestly. Uh, what do you think, Brad? More often than not, he ended up, if he was behind, he was several seconds behind and having to break in gaps where you couldn't see other riders breaking points, which I always find is a huge, um, like, feather in your cap when, when you don't really see where you're gaining on somebody, you just ride your ride and just eat them up. And he did that multiple times this week, having bad starts and, and uh, getting through guys like Parker Ross and, uh, and others like, like the guy we're also going to talk about who did dominate and win his very first title at the ranch. None other in 250 pro sport, Gavin towers. So Ladies and gentlemen, Gavin Towers. I know I said Deacon Denno is my guy, but Gavin Towers... You got a lot of guys. I do have a lot of guys, man. These guys talk to me. It's cool, but he's a PA guy, so I'm from the Mid-Atlantic. I love everyone from the, the Mid-Atlantic, but he really impressed me. He won a moto last year. He's been here. If I did my math correctly, he's raced 17 classes at Loretta's before this year. He's had 15 top 10s, but he's never won a title. And to have your first title come in A class is is I don't even know what to say about that honestly. Like it, it's I think it's just a big mic drop is what it is. He's yeah. on his way out and he just goes out and, and takes that. And uh, yeah, I wish I could drop this microphone, but it's on a stand. And like I, 
Gavin Towers reminds me of a song. You know what song that is? What's that? Smooth Operator. As my voice kind of starts to come back, it's kind of really suffering right now. But yeah, I get your whole spiel on Gavin Towers. I'm really proud of that kid. He showed out, and I don't have a whole hey, lot to add. Before we're gone, uh, Crane, can you drop the mic for my, 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 my boy GT Money? Gavin yeah, Towers. Yeah, I can talk about Gavin Towers. Uh, man, it's so cool to see kids win their first championship. Hell yeah. Um, he was stoked, like legitimately It is. Stoked. I mean, we, we we posted something earlier this week about these kids. Uh, one, uh, I can't think of who it is. Brad made me chime in, but he won, this, won his first moto at the ranch, and it's just so emotional. It gave me goosebumps watching it and seeing I was there for when Gavin won that title, and it was just – it was. it's hard to explain what it's like to see a kid – Feel like you talk about Nico Israel? No, uh, maybe. No, it's Dakota Baker. Right? Dakota Baker. Dakota, yeah. Dakota Baker. Baker also. Yeah. Um, but it, there's it's, a couple of kids who showed out this weekend. It's this so week. hard to explain what it's like to see a kid have that feeling that all that work has paid off. Hundred percent. You know, and just like, I mean, think about it. Every kid here, and Gavin's had his doubters. Yeah. Yes. Don't, he has. He's had some serious doubters, and he shut some people up this week. And every kid here, minus what twenty eight, go home not winning. hundred percent. And that's a lot of people who go home with that feeling of, holy crap, I want to come back next year. Gavin got to not have that feeling this year. Totally. For the he, first he time. He instilled that in me. Mm-hmm. Next year's my year. Like, it's everybody's year. All right, back to producing for Crane. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, thank you. Just drop that mic. Yeah, hit the mic. Uh, someone cut that mic. And heading off to the WMX, where Kylie Stallings, incredibly impressive ride. I think it was a redemption year for her. Yeah, definitely. She, uh, you said she won a moto last year, correct? She did win a moto last year. Yeah, yes, so for her to come out and just kind of dominate the women's class was really impressive. She rode well all week. Not a lot of mistakes, uh, and if they were, they were minor and didn't have any effect on her overall score. Certainly, and you know what? Uh, she delivered in the moto that really counted. It was the final moto where she didn't need to win it, but she couldn't be. She could, it couldn't be a bad moto because you had Sophia Phelps who had, was sitting on a six-two. Who was or two six rather, and but her lap times were out of this world. She was coming every single one of those races, and I, I was really impressed with her. Unfortunately, when you put the bike on the ground, you put yourself behind the eight ball, and, and that's gonna you're gonna have a bad time. Um, obviously, she's frustrated. That should light a fire fire under her butt for her to come back. I know she's been kind of talking about this being her last year. I hope it's not. I hope we see her back. I hope that there's like it's a good frustration. If you know what I mean, like, I hope that that sort of uh, fuels her to want to come back and be dominant as she has been in the past. But unfortunately, she didn't get that done. She did get a moto win, but it was Kylie Stallings who held that number one play high, and she looked like, genuinely happy about it, and we were happy for her. Yeah, she definitely did, and I think maybe not frustration is what Sophia Phelps might be looking for. Maybe that's more motivation. She was super good all week. She might have been faster. Well, she was, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one she, moto, she was 10 seconds a lap faster on the laps that she wasn't on the ground. Which is crazy. I mean, that, that is a lot of time to make up in one moto, but so, or one lap, I should say. But yeah, so I think it's more motivation. Maybe she wants to come back and, and get rolling. Yeah, that's some good points on the, the women's racing. Uh, how about we throw things over to 250B, where it was a Christian Janik show. Good starts, bad starts, didn't matter. That kid absolutely showed out. And uh, yeah, it, it was actually uh, kind of good at the last moto. He had a banner stuck in his wheel, so it was really easy to pick him out because otherwise it was tough to tell people apart. Yeah, that banner came from a pretty gnarly crash. I didn't actually expect him to get up. He crashed on the tunnel jump in the back. It was super slippery. Uh, he pretty much just slid off the face and went directly into the side of the tunnel. I thought he was going to take the fence out. But, it, you know, things happened. He came back, and he had a great ride. But 
unfortunately, Drew Adams, our guy, Drew, he just he struggled today, and it, I think that was the day that kind of counted. He he fell right in front of me after the Ten Commandments. It just kind of didn't seem to get his, his ball rolling, and it seemed that he struggled in the mud a little bit. He seemed to struggle all week. It just didn't seem like himself, and I, I think he's going to have that same frustration, motivation factor that uh, Phelps is feeling uh, on the on the WMX side of things. Uh, but you know what? May, what may have, may have been the linchpin to his success for 2024 is if he shows up to World Mini like Jace Allred did, and, and he had some extremely fast lap times and some good starts this week. Probably not the results he was looking for, but it means when you go to World Mini, you have some more success, and we're going to get to a little bit more of that later on in this 15-minute-long show. 450B action. Jadon Cooper, absolutely styling and profiling. This is one fast Texan. Tell me about it. Yeah, he's one of Sean Hackley's guys. He's really impressed everyone. He, he even said it on the podium that he's never been the fastest guy, but he showed out here. And he had probably one of the most emotional podium experiences I've ever seen. I almost cried. He's moving. Yeah, his parents were there. They were hugging. They're national champions now. That man, he, he's yeah. got it on his belt. Like, he could put that on his resume and move on, man. We joke about a lot of things on this show, but we don't joke about the fact that that uh, hit us right in the feels, as it should have. Um, and I was also feeling for Nico Israel, who he did grab two moto wins. He bookended his day or his week with two moto victories, but unfortunately a 27th in the middle there. That's going to hurt uh, on the overall, I believe. Uh, in fact, because of that, he was even outside the top five as far as overalls go. Uh, you, you can't throw the 27 in there, uh, but otherwise he's got to be walking away from here knowing that he was pretty damn fast. Uh, moving on to the Master 50 Plus. These are masters of motocross. Old dudes. Old dudes. Old oh, dudes. Super old. And we had Fro Daddy in there. Tell me about it. And I hate to say that because Fro Daddy does not seem that old. You know? I know. But he crushed it, man. Uh, when Brownie kind of had his struggles and he had bike problems, Fro was there to pick it right up. You know, he, he even in the rain, Fro put it down. Absolutely. And for those, I, I did see one message on Twitter where someone was questioning as to why Brownie didn't have a backup engine. Uh, check the race order. I believe there was about 45 minutes between the end of his of that moto and the start of his next one. So uh, that would have been a pretty quick turnaround as far as a fire drill is considered. And I don't think that was going to happen, although he was pretty quick. And on the 65cc side of things, it was the Jaden Smart Show, uh, but we got to give a huge shout-out to none other than Kate Nightingale as well as Nico Verhoeven. Drove himself all the way from New Zealand for... Uh, he ended up with four number ones. He had an 11 and then uh, a pair of wins for 11 number ones on his motor score. Uh, and he didn't end up winning. He did end up winning the championship with uh, motor scores like that, which is pretty impressive, that one outside the top 10 moto. I just hope that I'm faster than any of these kids. Any chance of that? No. Zero chance, Brad. Perfect. All right, moving over to the 85cc, uh, it was pine time. Darren pine time was absolutely flying. And, uh, yeah, like he, had the, he had the starts on point, but you know who was hounding him all, all week long? was yeah. Wyatt Thurman. Yeah, Wyatt Thurman was consistent. He put Darren, uh, the pressure on Darren when he needed to, and it seemed like Darren kind of, unfortunately, it, it didn't go his way. So it was nice to see Wyatt Thurman step it up. He certainly was, and he uh, he was rolling coal too. He was uh, uh, pouring the, uh, the the coal through the two-stroke all week long, and uh, came out with a championship because of it. Uh, we're gonna wrap things up here with Mini Senior Two, Vincent Way. Uh, is it possible to be a professional rider before you like look look like a pro before you even pro? Well, when you're Nick Way's son, it's pretty easy. Like I think it's just helps. in his genes. Like I don't know if it's you know the, like the genes or you were. Like the, I didn't have that, guys. Jeans. The guys off camera did not have the genes. Guys yep. on camera didn't have that jeans. 
I do love that, like, because my voice is shot, I also have, like, a good bass going on right now. You do. You have very nice bass. On the on stage next, you have Darren Pine. Darren Pine time. All right, signing off here and wrapping things up a little bit. All I really got to say about Loretta Lynn's 2023, it was the best week of my life, bar none. This is the first time going to Loretta Lynn's, and I can't wait to have a little bit more. Yeah, this was, this was a wet one, I will say. It was pretty much unprecedented times. No, I mean, I don't know of any time that they've started third motos on Saturday alone and just ran through them all. And they ran through them. Yeah, I mean, even I, there, the micros. There was one year where they cut third motos. I think it was like ninety three or ninety four, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And then twenty thirteen was super wet. But there was one year when uh, Stewart was on eighties uh, too, were super wet. I think they did, they they at least cut the motos long. Uh, yeah, as far as lengthwise goes. We sat around so much this week just waiting for motos to go, and it. And we it, got to know each other a little. We bit. did, but you know, it wasn't that fun, Brad. No, and that's not what we're here for anyway. Yeah, we're here to shoot motos and watch kids win championships, man. Yeah, we made some memories based on what we can remember, but uh, what I will look back on the most is how much I want to come back here. Thank you guys so much for checking out this, the Loretta Lynn's 2023 wrap-up, as well as a little bit of a ground report for you. Thanks for joining us.